Welcome to Lesbians Who Write with Claire Lydon and T.B. Markinson. Conversations about writing and lesbian fiction. Join us as we draw back the curtain on the writer's life. Hello and welcome to episode 84 of Lesbians Who Write. This week we're talking about listeners who've tuned in, taken our advice and having success as authors. Hooray! Joining me, Claire Lydon, is my co-host, the success siren, T.B. Markinson. Hello, T.B. How are you today? How do you mean siren? Like, you know, like mythology siren or like siren like, like a fire truck? Like a mythology siren, T.B. That's how I see you. it'd be nice to you and like throw you off right at the start well it kind of goes in with one of the things that i'm working on this week because guess what i was doing right before we got on this call i don't know i was listening to your sex chapter in one golden summer and now you're calling me siren it's really (laughs) fucking me up right now that was a good sex chapter though now i have to look you in the eyes i can't do it (laughs) she really she really can't do it everyone she keeps looking away looking down from the camera all right. Well, let's get off. Uh, let's get off sex for for a few minutes and uh, tell me tell me what you've been doing uh, in the three days since I last spoke to you. Because when you when you ask me what I've been doing, it's going to be about sex. Well, that sounds wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Don't cut that. That's gold. <laughs> it's gold. Leave it in. All right. So what I've been up to? Um. Well, over the weekend, I pumped the setup in record time. You know how I normally like hem and haw when I up to KDP and I'm like terrified to hit that publish button so I tried a new a new strategy I wanted to upload it but it was lunchtime and I was starving and I was like well should I upload it before I eat lunch or should I wait till after lunch and I was like well if you try doing it now before you eat um your stomach's gonna kick in and you might go through it faster and save you like two or three hours of hemming and hawing and we all know I love food I mean lunchtime is my second favorite meal of the day I sometimes have it twice in a day. So I was like, you know what? Get this uploaded, and then you can reward yourself with lunch. Get your work done first. And I flew through that fucker. Well done on uh, publishing. You are on a publishing bonanza in the second half of the year, aren't you? Yeah, it's, it seems to be my trend where I have kind of a light first part, and then like I'm like, oh, shit, I should start making money. <laughs> well, well so. done. Well done on getting that up, and uh, well done on having lunch. Yes, well, I really enjoyed that lunch. <laughs> that's my, that's all I care about is eating. I want to make enough money so I can eat. All right, so also what I've been working on this week is I've been working on the second to last draft of Dagny because I know I'm going to have to sit down and read it all the way through before I send it off for the proofread. So right now, the edit isn't until November 1st, so I have it in my head that I have loads of time. Loads of time! I'm taking my time on this. And as we're recording, it's still September, not for too much longer, since I think we're recording on a Monday. I'm pretty sure I will be panicking soon. I'm sure you will be. Oh, I never panic. I'm always cool. I should just keep writing before lunch. (laughs) But um, also, since we're recording this early, this episode is going to be coming out on October 5th. I mean, we're just like the time-traveling lesbians. We are. We should rename the podcast The Time Travelling Lesbians and then really confuse people. Like, well, what's that about? I didn't know they wrote sci-fi. <laughs> but since this is coming out on October 5th, I thought I, thought I would mention that um, my book Reservations of the Heart 
will be on sale that week for 99 cents, and it has a book bub scheduled for October 6th. Um, I realized when I did the book bub talk episode, whatever we call it, I don't know, a few weeks ago that I hadn't done one since August 2018 because I was kind of disappointed with the result. And I thought maybe I should test it out again and see how it's changed over the past two years. So I signed up Reservations of the Heart and they accepted it. Good. Well, that's good. It's good that our podcast is reminding you to do shit as well. <laughs> no, because again, as we both know, I like to eat. I, I think as we've said before, uh, book bubs, um, they are waning slightly in their effectiveness. However, they're still pretty effective. So worth doing. Well, yeah, I figured, you know, it's been two years. So I might as well, I might as well try it again. And Reservations of the Heart, like it's, you know, it was a big seller. So I'm hoping for a successful week, but who knows? But as I mentioned, I'm also um, proofing the audio version of One Golden Summer, and I'll be very glad to get this off my plate. I'm more than halfway through, but I'm enjoying Claire Story's narration. Um, it's the first time I've worked with her. I think it's the first time we've both worked with her, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And I'm learning that I'm a sucker for English accents. You guys have such silky voices. It's it's really annoying. I mean, because Americans, we, we don't. I mean, people are tuning into this podcast to hear me chatter about lunch. <laughs> it's your accent. They might be TV. You never know. <laughs> That's it. You know, every single one of us has got a silky accent. We just walk around Britain and it's just silk. The streets are paved. Paved with silk? No, stitched with silk. You guys are, it's just not fair. Not fair at all. Love the accent. But, so that's my sense. That's a lot, and we've only been apart for like three days. That is a lot. You need to have some downtime. As for me, I have been uh, carrying on with my Christmas book, and uh, this is where the sex comes in because I just did, <laughs> I just, uh, I just second drafted. So I'm doing the second draft of the Christmas book. So I'm, my goal is to get ten thousand words a day edited. Um, so I just did the first sex scene today, so that's a good marker of where I am. I'm about 42,000 words into a 70,000 word novel. I've, that means I've got 28,000 words to go and I've got two days to do it. So I was hoping to get a little bit more done over the weekend, but I didn't manage it. I decided not to. So um, I've got two packed days tomorrow, but I'm confident I can get it done. Uh, and then I'll have Thursday to Sunday to, to read it through on my Kindle, as I normally do. But, um, you know, there's a lot of snow, it's cold, there's mulled wine, they have sex in a very uncomfortable place, but they're aged 29 and 35, so they're young, they're flexible, they can do it. I'm confused, so on the weekends, do you like take time off? I do, yeah. Not not always, but I, my plan was this weekend to work a little bit more than I did, but then I just, uh, you know, I had a bit of a late night on Saturday, decided to sit on the sofa on Sunday and watch football and shit. So you were hungover? A little bit. no good for you good for you i know it's gonna suck um getting caught up but no and one of the reasons we're recording this episode early is because i told you i absolutely wanted a weekend off so you're helping me have a weekend off yes um no it's it's very important to have these days off um what else have i been doing uh i got put up a blog about the audiobook of before you say i do which comes out on october the 13th so that's exciting we might have might have uh, two books out in October, depending on when ACX pulled the finger out for One Golden Summer, you never know. Before You Say I Do is on pre-order uh, at the moment, so we'll put the link in the show notes for it. Also, I, I managed to buy some more shoes. Um, <laughs> Just what you needed. 
<laughs> this is a pair that I, I have been umming and ahhing over. Remember when I went through my big shoe buying phase about six weeks ago? But I never ordered them because they were quite expensive. But then I got an email from the company. You see, email marketing works, everyone. <laughs> Don't never tell me it doesn't, because it does. And it was 40% off, these shoes. So I was like, oh, 40% off. That, that makes a difference. So I ordered them and they fit perfectly. However, they've got a bit of pink on the inside and you know my aversion to pink just because they're lady shoes so I'm a little bit mm, you, you don't see it but I'm a little bit umming and ahhing about it do you think maybe that you have some issues that you should resolve <laughs> no no I, li I like wearing pink trousers pink shirts I just don't like the trim of pink they put on things it annoys me but I don't know still weighing it up and as well as that I've been looking at places to go on holiday even though it's more like likely that we'll be uh, in lockdown in London so I'm just winding myself up frankly how is it are you actually are they talking about locking you guys down completely again they're talking about it yes they're talking about doing like a two-week national lockdown um just to shake things up or doing local lockdowns which they're already doing and apparently London is getting worse I mean where we are it's not it's just certain boroughs of london but you know they lump it all in together i'm sorry about to hear that because uh you guys were doing so well and i was very jealous and now um we've never really gotten anything under control no <laughs> not at all not at all no. we didn't even try <laughs> it's, a, it's a bit of a mess in a lot of places but anyway so that's uh, more or less what i've been doing so um exciting weekends for us all so let's get on to comments but uh, wait, do you have like a hard deadline of when you have to decide about the shoes? Are you going to update us? I'll, I'll update you. You know, I've got two weeks and they came on Saturday. So, you know, maybe by the next by the next podcast when we record, I'll have decided. Yeah, I'm thinking it's a no because your face says no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hold me to it and let me know if I'm right or wrong. I'm usually wrong when it comes to women, but who knows? I keep I keep trying. Okay. I keep trying. All right. I'll, I'll keep you updated. I know everybody right. Everybody will be on tenter hooks at home. Is Claire going to keep the shoes with the pink trim? Anyway, comments. All right, on the comments. I have two on my end. The first is up uh, is Tammy. And Tammy emailed me saying, uh, thank you for keeping this old lady entertained with our wonderful stories and podcasts. And Tammy's wife and partner of 21, year, 21 years says thanks to you as well. That's nice. That's very nice. All right, and we also have a comment from Ash, who loves to podcast, but Ash actually has a suggestion for us for a, a episode, and I was wondering what you thought. So, Ash has been working through all of our episodes, and it's going to be sad when uh, Ash can't listen to three a day anymore. Three a day, three three times. Wow. 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 That's dedication. Yeah. I don't think I could do that. <laughs> it's my silky voice, TB. Keeps her coming back. I'm sure that's it. Or, like, is she going to go the keep the pink shoes <laughs> i don't know they're not pink shoes i wouldn't buy pink shoes oh my god they're pink they're pink <laughs> shoes <laughs> all right so ash says or is asking would like to, ash would like to know if our partners have influenced our writing careers oh that's an interesting question ash has definitely said that yes it is uh could be a private topic but it also could be a fun episode and i think it could be i i mean all stutter my way through it but i do that with every episode so it would it be that hard for me no no it wouldn't be that hard um yeah we could do that yeah i thought it'd be interesting we could you know say how our partners influence us or maybe even expand it out a bit and don't know where i was going <laughs> <laughs> 
uh, family and friends influence, something like that. There you go. Thank you. The true professional. You never, you never, you never drop the ball. All right. So thank you for your comments. So let's get on to this week's uh, topic, which is success stories. Um, people have been writing into us, just telling us how much we've um, encouraged them and influenced them and inspired them to get down to writing um, the story that they want to write, the story of their heart. And so that is brilliant. And so we just thought we'd share some to encourage you if you're sitting there at the moment thinking, should I start writing that book? The answer is always yes. But TB, have you got a success story to share with us? I have four. Four. How many do you have? I have two. All right, I'm going to share my first two. Okay. So you enjoy that water and you're already leaning back. <laughs> All right, my first success story is from Jamie Moody. And Jamie is was so excited for this episode. I think she emailed both of us. She did. So Jamie is extremely grateful. Jamie has listened to all of our episodes and put what, what we've said into action. And she has recently published her third book. That is amazing. Three already. So when she wrote this email, um, her, her third book, which I think is called Finding Family, reached number two on the Amazon.com charts. Isn't that amazing? Number two. Yeah, it is amazing. I did see that. Incredible. Yeah, and um, her, the, I think her series is called the Your Way, the Your Way series. And it's doing quite well. And she also says that we know our shit because she followed all the steps and we keep saying that one of the things that's going to help you sell books is to have a backlist and she's she's finding that like with each release more of her backlist gets sold and that's true we base our careers we love the successes don't get me wrong but we base our careers on our backlist that's what pays the bills yep absolutely um people new people find your books every day and then they go through your backlist yeah so congratulations jamie and thank you so much for listening and for letting us know it's, it's nice to know that we have an impact. It is. It is. It's one of the, uh, I guess, the things that I didn't really consider when we first started this podcast, but it's lovely that we do. Yeah, I kind of thought we would just, like, talk to each other and, like, you know, I guess I didn't factor in that people were going to listen. Yeah. I know that sounds stupid since it's a podcast, <laughs> but it's one of those things I kind of blot out because I'm really shy, and I have to blot out, too, that when I write a book, people are going to read it because if I think too much about it, it holds me back, so... But this episode is reminding me that people are listening. They are listening, TB. All right. Well, I'll try to hold it together. We don't know. All right. So our next comment comes from Kimberly Todd. Kimberly thanks us for the fabulous insights into self-publishing. And Kimberly says that she basically listened to all of our podcasts and used our advice on what to do and what not to do, such as having a professional cover, having your book professionally edited, setting up a website, email newsletter, all of that. And Kimberly has also had a success and published her first novel, Vamp. Now it's V period A period M period P period. Um, or full stop, since you don't like periods in that country. Nobody likes periods, TB. No, no, no. Well, I wouldn't remember. I don't know anymore. <laughs> I don't have them. Those are gone for my life. But um, so I, I think it's pronounced Vamp. The book so far has four and a half stars on Amazon, and Kimberly is thrilled. And Kimberly also agrees with us about mentors because when we did the mentor episode, we talked about how you can listen to other authors and those could be your mentors. And she agrees because she also follows um, several several other authors, including Joanna Penn, which is the one um, you and I pretty much cut our teeth on. Yeah, absolutely. Way back in the day. Back in the day. But we still 
we're still doing <laughs> when all this is fields so again i would like to say congratulations for kimberly and thanks for letting us know about your success I've got a comment from Sherry. Now, do you remember Sherry writing to us back in April when she asked us uh, if she should change her novel to include the pandemic as her lead character was a restaurateur and all the restaurants were closing? Do you remember that? I do. And we told her, no, don't do it. Um, Just write your novel as the same as you would. And then Sherry lives in the US and all the Black Lives Matter protests started happening as well in in real life. And along with riots and fires and looting of businesses up and down trendy pedestrian mall in her city where her main character's fictional restaurant was located. And she thought, oh my God, how do I write this into my timeline? And then she thought, what would we say? We'd say, don't worry about um, the riots and the protests. It's just write the book that you wanted to write originally. So she did. And eventually she finished the book and Sherry finished the book and sent it into Bella Books. And lo and behold, she's been offered a contract. Wow. So wow, that's amazing. Yes. So Sherry had started to write this book, but through listening to the podcast, um, she was able to get over the humps in the road that she, she thought might be humps. But, you know, our advice was just to write the book that she wanted to write and don't let the real world influence her fictional world. Yeah, you really do have to stay true to the story you want to tell. I know things do change, world events do change, but again, we have to remember these are worlds we're creating and these are characters we're creating and you don't have to react to everything that does happen because um, we would never finish a book. <laughs> no, and she, so Sherry says she just wants to deeply and sincerely thank us for our encouragement. She was so stuck on the pandemic issue, she felt like she couldn't write. But she feel, feels like you and I talked her off a ledge, and now she has a book contract and she's over the moon. Well, congratulations. I, I'm, I'm filled with joy just to hear that. So our next comment comes from Liz. And Liz says, thanks for the great um, podcast, and Liz just finished binging on all our episodes and says it's a wealth of information that we deliver with such warmth. Now, again, I have to attribute it to your silky accent. Silky. I'm really, I'm really stuck on English accents today. (laughs) So Liz says, just to share a bit about me, Liz has written multiple short stories along with two unpublished novels, all of them about 16 years ago. And since listening to our podcast, Liz has realized that she should replot at least one of the two novels. And at the time... 16 years ago, self-publishing was new and ebooks were not as common. When did, yeah, when did the Kindle come out? Do you remember? 2009, I think. 2008, 2009, something like that. Or maybe even 2010. All right. So, yeah, so Liz is um, considering reworking one of those novels and in hopes in the next couple of years to have some books published and start a new career as a writer. Liz has always uh, yearned to write fiction and that yearning is <laughs> that yearning is roaring back to life. Okay, she didn't write that. I just <laughs> are you being are you trying to be creative writing again? <laughs> I'm trying to be creative, but I think my face is just going up in flames. But Liz uh, wants to thank us for inspiring her to pursue her dream yet again. So I wish you much success, Liz. And sometimes I, I mean, my first book, A Woman Lost, the first book I published was one that I pulled out of the drawer, including my second book, Marionette, was another one I pulled out of the drawer. I think a lot of us have that drawer. Magic drawers. Yeah. <laughs> it, it does take work, but it's it's 
I really enjoy working on it and writing. So um, it was it was it was nice to return to those stories, and I hope you experienced the same. All right. So my final story is by Sarah, and uh, Sarah not too long ago discovered our podcast and absolutely loves it. Um, Sarah has recently recently finished her first ever novel. So that is an amazing thing. And so um, Sarah well was looking for podcasts about writing and everything and found ours. So, wow. She searched for a writing podcast and ours popped up. Wow. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> <laughs> and then she listened to it and found out it was about time traveling. And she was like, God damn it. Time traveling in pink shoes. <laughs> I don't think I'm helping you with your pink decisions. I keep calling them pink shoes. I haven't got but pink anyway. shoes, TB. I don't buy pink shoes, all right. So Sarah has decided that it's time now to begin uh, the editing of this book. And I just want to say congratulations on getting the first draft done. That's always a major feat. And I wish you much luck with the editing. And I hope our episodes will help you get through it. Because as we both know, it is a challenge, but it is rewarding. And our first two stories of the podcast um, are success stories of people who not only completed that first draft, but actually have published their book. So just keep going forward, Sarah. That's the only thing we can do. But I would like to mention that Sarah, she really has listened to all of our episodes because she reminded me of something I totally forgot about. It makes her chuckle every time I say the word pivot or pivoting, which I do a lot. I guess in a Friends episode, and I don't remember this episode, but Ross, the character, whenever I take those quizzes, I always end up being Ross and I'm always mad because I hate Ross. So she finds it funny because I guess there is one episode where he's moving his sofa to the new flat, and I'm only assuming that um, he keeps shouting the word pivot or pivoting or whatever. So she found it funny that I like this word, and Ross uses it. I guess that is even more proof that I'm Ross. You are Ross and I am Monica. We have to accept we are friend siblings. Wait, wait. Oh, yeah, Monica, you, you're a little uh, fastidious. <laughs> is that the right word? And I whip up a mean meat trifle. Do you remember that meat trifle that they had in Friends? Was that Joey did that? I don't know. Anyway. Moving on, crushing on. <laughs> wow, we are we are failing at Fred's trivia. <laughs> <laughs> it's so long since I since I watched an episode of Friends. <laughs> Again, I would like to wish Sarah luck with her uh, second draft, and I think you have one final success story. I do, and also Sarah, just to say uh, that. You know, I'm on draft two of my Christmas novel at the moment, and actually, I really like draft two. I mean, it is maddening and infuriating. However, um, it is where things start to come together. There's good bits in every draft that you do. First draft, getting it down, but the second draft is where the magic starts to happen. Yeah, I think that's something you learn the more you do it, because in the beginning, I hated the editing stage because I felt intimidated. And now I can't wait to get to the editing stage because I'm like, that first draft is just painful to write, but it's never as bad as you actually think it is. And then when you sit down, you're like, oh, maybe I do kind of know what I'm doing. I don't know, it sometimes is. Uh, I've got one final um, success story, and this one is from Zoe. And Zoe says she's written, are you ready for this? Two, she's written two romances over lockdown, with the third dripping from her fingers as she types. So she's on to her third uh, romance that she's written during lockdown. Pretty impressive. That is, that is impressive. I am, how many months has lockdown been? It seems like forever. I, I guess like six months. Three books in six months? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. She gets like the gold star. Yeah. But she also says, I have to ask myself, do I aspire to publish them or, or let anybody else read them? She says, well, I don't know. Part of her wants to say yes, but the other part of her thinks, does she have the energy after listening to all our trials and tribulations of publishing, <laughs> listening to this <laughs> podcast? 
so we can we've also put some people off um but zoe does say can i just say a big thank you um she says that she read my book the long weekend which she is a big fan of and she read it when she was in a pretty dark spot last year and that book led her to this podcast and then this podcast has been the staple for her long walk tuesdays over lockdown she said it is now back to long drive tuesdays uh, where you and tb keep me chipper but the podcast led her to putting her stories which she's always had swirling around in her head down on paper and into a few books we both provided her with the torch to find the light switch that i had turned on in my teens but then turned off since so basically here's another story of somebody who used to write when she was uh, younger and then stopped and now as through finding this podcast she started writing again so I, I love that and as as I say like it doesn't matter if you have published them or not you don't and she's not sure if she wants to but that is a success story getting three books uh, two and a half done in lockdown amazing yeah absolutely and sometimes <clears throat> excuse me my allergies are just crazy this time of year but that's something that a lot of us deal with sometimes people are very satisfied to just get the story the story out of them if that's what her goal is, then bravo. If she decides to take it a step further, I will say, yes, we do share the trials and tribulations, but it also feels really fucking good when you hit that publish button. <laughs> and then, and you get to eat lunch? Yes, that's yeah. better. <laughs> <laughs> so well done, yeah, to everybody. And I'm sure there's plenty of other people who, who have um, had success and uh, haven't written in, because I'm sure we're just influencing. We're influencers, right? Oh, absolutely. Yes. As long as no one listens, because then I'm going to freak out that people just listen to me babble. <laughs> but as TV and I have said, success isn't just about getting your books published by yourself or with a publisher. Success is just starting again or starting from scratch and making time for yourself and feeling like you're worthy of putting that time for yourself and getting those words down on the page. And if at the end of the day you're pleased with the story and you can work it up to be the best it can be, that's brilliant. Getting it published and finding readers is the next step but writing the words at the end is an achievement in itself. And I think like most people don't do that right. I think most people who start writing a novel, I think it's probably something about 5% of people uh, actually finish what they started. So if we've had a hand in getting you there, we're pretty bloody thrilled about it. Because like we said at the beginning, we didn't have m m many expectations for this podcast. We just hope that some people are listening to our ramblings and us um, making each other laugh and we hope to make you laugh but also be a bit useful as well and we wanted to show you the nuts and bolts of the publishing process and if it's helped people along the way we are pretty pleased as punch aren't we i am it makes me it makes me feel good i know how thrilling it was to have my dream come true and the fact that we're helping others have their dream come true we should we should pat each other on the back we should take your hand put it over your shoulder and pat yourself on the back and as well, just remember, if you're writing, you're a writer. You don't have to be published to be a writer. If you're writing, you're a writer. And if you're writing, well done. Absolutely. Uh, I know a lot of people who feel that pressure to get published in order to call themselves a writer, but I, I disagree with that theory. I think as soon as you start writing, you become a writer. Well done. Yeah, and that's um, how we're going to end this podcast so um one thing we will say is we we're going to do another ask us anything episode so um in a few episodes time so if you've got a question for us send it in to our email address which is lesbianswhowrite at gmail.com is that right i think so i think so send it into the email address 
tweet us or Facebook us or Instagram me. Give us a question that you want answered, a burning question, and we'll do that in a few episodes time. In the meantime, yeah, leave us a comment. Tell us if these success stories have inspired you. We hope they have. And leave us a comment on all those media that I've said. Oh, you can do it on the website as well, right? Website. Yes. Website. I Email. Was I was like, did you mention the website? <laughs> no. That's the easiest one yeah. for me. Go to the website and comment and uh, email, tweet, Facebook, Instagram me. Join us next week when we are going to be doing a topic we've yet to decide. Ooh, a mystery topic. A mystery topic. We will have a topic and there will be an episode. So join us then. Until then, stay safe, keep writing. Guess what I get to do now, Claire? What's that? I get to have lunch. (laughs) Have a nice lunch, TV. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. for listening to lesbians who write listen in every week for more conversations on writing and lesbian fiction and you can make sure you never miss an episode by signing up to our newsletter at lesbianswhowrite.com also if you could take a moment to leave a review wherever you listen to this podcast it would help more people to discover us thanks so much and see you next time